Welcome to the show. Day 69. Who boy. We have a <laughs> Friday and a half show for you. In true Lockdown Golf Podcast fashion, we tried to put a real show together and just pretty much spent the whole thing off the rails. <laughs> uh, we kept it together for the start. Our guy, Ian Poulter, leading a classic and traditional PGA tournament, PGA Tour tournament, after going viral for posting his nose swab for his official testing, we're talking about the Heritage Golf Classic or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> RBC Heritage Classic. I don't know. At the Harbor Town Golf Links. Uh, I think it's on C. I think they call that area Sea Pines. Sea Pines. Yeah. I've stayed in Sea Pines. Me too. Well, obviously me too. I don't know if you know this, but I have played the course twice. <laughs> twice. And set the course record one time. That's right. That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. But uh, yeah, Ian Poulter leading after one round, and that is a big deal around that Range Life Productions headquarters, which is two different places. Don't worry about it. <laughs> This is a good hint about how this whole show is going to go. Right. And a good, um, a good feel for this thing. What else do we do we have to talk about? Uh, I you had, had a, vis- you had a visitor. Yeah. Two, two visitors. visitors yep. Young Thomas of Drive Range Heroes fame and uh, our nephew, Josh Rivera. But if you ever get a tea time booked under his name, you can rest assured it's Riviera. Um. <laughs> Both came to my house today and we had some lovely interactions and uh, love both those guys. Love them both. Um, Chris and I get in probably now that I think about it in retrospect, we're going to get in about, oh, I don't know, three fights about (laughs) random things. (laughs) And trust me, at least two of the three are super random. (laughs) and yeah so most of them i think all i think all three may be hypothetical i know two of them are probably hypothetical i think yeah two of them are maybe hypothetical and the third one is a reality that came out of hypotheticals right because (laughs) just start taking it too personal unnecessarily God, we're the worst. I'm, it's, oh, it's so Thursday, funny, Thursday, Friday shows are we're a couple of idiots. I swore a lot on this episode too. It's a sign of a good professional communicator. And um, I'm looking at my notes here. I'm like, God, we don't talk about this. More importantly, I think I finally and Chris, of course, was an asshole about this. I <laughs> talked about some good suggestions because if you remember a few shows ago. Chris was very unhappy about his Arizona golf trip draft to which of which he is not going on anyway, because coronavirus is taking over the, the state. Yeah. So, and God, I don't blame you. The more every day it's like, how much worse can it get? And then every day you see something new and you're like, well, Arizona got worse. Yeah. Did you see that it took them? So it took them to June, June 1st, they had 20,000 cases. It took them two and a half weeks to get to 40,000. Jeez. 
They're at 40,000 right now. I saw a graphic. Arizona's coronavirus trend since the start is worse in number of cases is worse than the U.S. as a whole. Right. Right. Do you know how bad that is? Yeah. It's bad. Very bad. Bad enough for me to not go to my favorite thing of the year. I remember you said that. Let's set the fights off now. I remember. (laughs) Can you think for a second how many people are going to be like, well, it's part of the U.S., so that doesn't make sense. It's like, no, take it out of the count for the rest of the country, you idiot. Right. Somebody's going to think that. You know that, right? Yeah, right. Of course. So dumb. Anyway, I have some ideas to not. Chris is going to accuse me of making it to improve it. And I go, that's not what I said. The point is you were unhappy and I'm just offering assistance to have alternative options for how to conduct this thing. And look, if that's not good enough, I'm happy to workshop ideas for just him. I feel like (laughs) while we are different platforms, we are co creators and collaborators and we try to help each other as much as we can that's what i have to do for my genuine good friend chris McEwen. i'll do it i'll do it all right chris since i don't put my microphone on a mic stand let me hit my desk more times right um who's our sponsor today for this wonderful friday show you know what today's sponsor it came back into the house. I, I was missing it terribly for the last like three days. But uh, <gasps> don't today's tell me. sponsor is Dunkin' Donuts Creamer. I thought for sure you're going to say Moose Tracks ice cream. Oh, no. We still got Moose Tracks. Okay, good. But, but Dunkin' Donuts milk. Creamer. Oh, brutal. Hey, brutal. great sponsor. But can I refer to something else? No joke. When this shit started and, you know, you can't just get stuff easily and everything's a harder more difficult thing and getting grocery when when getting groceries was hard and risky my wife ordered like a bulk thing of the little like single servings of hazelnut creamer so we probably have a <laughs> thousand of those little plastic disposable cups of right. hazelnut creamer and <laughs> She like has this has this little box full of it in one of our cabinets. And it's the best because she goes through it and then she like goes down to the basement and just scoops up another serving of it or another box load of it and puts <laughs> right, it back right. in the cabinet. And she's like, I'm not gonna lie, this was a great decision. <laughs> we said, we right. pulled out um we pulled out a a box of almond milk that we bought the first time we went to the grocery store when there was, there was no milk. There was none, you know, there was like everything. The shelves were empty. We're like, well, we might as well grab this. So we have something. And then yesterday we pull out like, Oh, Hey, we still have this. Oh God. My wife loves all my milk. Loves it. Like I went to Dunkin' Donuts. When did I go? Maybe it was last weekend. I've lost track. I think it was last weekend. And I'm like, I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts. And I go, what do you want? And she has a super complicated coffee order to the point she wrote it down on a piece of paper and sent it with me. And she's like, you have to say it this way because if you don't, they will do it wrong. So there's a big (laughs) difference. Like if you like if you go whatever with vanilla syrup, 
they'll pour they'll just pour like vanilla creamer in she says i don't know i don't drink coffee so she's like but if you say to them with vanilla syrup they'll still put the creamer in because they just hear you say vanilla and they think creamer so she's figured out if you say to them two pumps two pumps of vanilla syrup the god bless her she's a genius the she they hear you say two Two pumps pumps, and they go i've heard the two pumps syrup not creamer right because you don't pump the creamer and i'm like it makes sense fair enough god even this intro was typical was like super friday podcast (laughs) (laughs) i mean do we want to like take too long on the intro too or should we (laughs) should we just move on to the show now let's just do the show all right hey chris start the show for me all right Who are you? I'm Bill Bush. So bad news. So who are you? I'm Chris McEwen. They're infected. Infected. Ian Poulter. <laughs> Ian James Poulter. Everybody had himself the, around today, boy. The postman. Am I right? Bogey free, seven seven under. Day 69 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. We're talking Ian Poulter at the home of my course record, <laughs> Harbortown, right. Harbortown Golf Links in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, home of the Shrimp Shack. Ian Poulter. That's shoots right. Bogey free, seven under, 64, tied for the lead with Mark Hubbard after day one. I mean, you guys heard what I said about Harbor Town the other day. This tournament is in the bag <laughs> for Ryder Cup legend, Ian Poulter. Uh, I hope, he, I hope he pulls it off just for you. I'll, I'll be rooting oh for God. him. Even though. I was pretty excited to see Spieth go on that run that he went on when he had he his on a run? six birdies in a row. A row. Yeah. After a, oh. after I think he put up a triple or a double or a triple bogey, and then he went on this birdie run. Well, that's all right. He'll hit the 12th hole on Sunday and chip it into the water. I don't even know if the 12th hole has water off the top of my head. <laughs> chip it into the water and then shit the bed the rest of the way. But the problem is Ian Poulter will probably be in the final pairing after a miracle three-day run and he's been, had like 16 shanks into the electrical boxes on the 17th par three under the palm trees that are nowhere near the green i'm not talking from experience um <laughs> it's it's there for the taking though man for real hey, like no it's not no you've it's got not. you've got Hub, matthew hubbard is that his name like that mark some guy mark, mark hubbard, hubbard shows some respect sorry you got mark hubbard i, I mean you do have victor hovland who we hey, both, I think, really enjoy kind of my lurking. Nor- my Norse brethren, I don't know if you guys know this, got a lot of Norwegian, literally Viking blood in me. And let me clear that up. Viking, being a Viking is not a regional thing. It was a trade. Not all Norsemen of that time period were Vikings, but all Vikings were Norsemen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Just want to clear that up. 
been reading a lot about weird Viking history lately. That's what happens when you click like suggested content on Facebook. And- <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah, but right. you've got so- um, you've got Hovland. You have, I mean, Webb Simpson, who he'll fall off. Uh, you know, Spieth. he also gets he Webb Simpson like Ian Poulter, and they've done this in rounds together. And actually, Poulter has defeated Webb Simpson in Ryder Cups due to shank issues. Yeah. Hit podcast Shank City. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but uh, it's there, man. If he can, you know, if he can have himself a nice Friday. I think I had mentioned to you, you didn't, I don't think you knew this, but he's never missed a cut at Harbor Town. I think he's he's nine for nine. So he plays well Poulter there. Is? Yeah. Poulter? At the Harbor Town? At the Harbor Town, yeah. I love that the like random weird syncopations I've chosen <laughs> to say things in like YouTube has rubbed off on you. Oh, so I've told, I, to I, I really do love it. I've totally adopted Is it, that. I, have you started doing it like in your normal life with Zell yet? No, I haven't gone that that's, far. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know. And you know like what got me? My wife and I used to go to this restaurant that is no longer in Glen Ellen. And it still makes me upset because it's it was the best. And there was this waiter there, Rob, and he it's funny because I remember us kind of like laughing at him, thinking he was a goofball. But he was like on the the leading edge of YouTube content being a thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like my friend and I and he he was into he was an actor, right? Waiter gone actor kind of a deal. Sure. Actor gone waiter. What? Yeah. Yeah. So foreign to me. I don't even know how to say it right. He um. He start. He was like, uh, a buddy of mine. We decided we started a show on YouTube. <laughs> That's like the first time I got into it. So I've always since then. My wife and I both will call it YouTube or That's awesome. YouTube, right? And uh, it has bled into so much more in my life, like the Harbor Town, or just is not <laughs> saying town. it right, like not saying it the right way. Like putting the wrong accents and the wrong syllables, kind of a thing. Uh, but yeah, it when it's when it w- leaks into your Zell life, I will be so excited for both of us. Like you and I have finally made it as genuine <laughs> friends. And uh, Zell, and here's the thing: Zell won't be annoyed by it. She'll start doing it too, and it's gonna feel magical. Trust me. Right. Right. So yeah. Anyway, man, it's only one round and it's such a scorable golf course for these guys. Yeah. Quietly, very punishing. And I know him. I know him from so much in the past. It's like he, he could go into Sunday with a 10 shot lead and I still wouldn't trust him. Yeah. But, um, at the same time, he could go into Saturday at the Ryder cup with an eight point deficit and theoretically, uh, have his entire team lose the tournament on Saturday. Think about that. At Medina, they could have been out of that tournament on Saturday. That's how bad they were getting the shit kicked out of them by the, the U.S. Right. Poulter goes and puts together a round of his lifetime and throws of his life, lifetime, same thing, throws Europe on his back. Miracle victory. So I'm hopeful. I think he'll at least stay in the mix. No, I don't even want to say that because I've seen him <laughs> do this. I've seen him lead by like three after Thursday and then be down three, come back on Saturday, like tie for the lead or be in second, 
and then Sunday shoot like plus a billion. So right, I don't want to put that thought in my head because here's the thing, Chris. I saw this. I didn't get to watch any of it today. I'm still sort of mad about that, but um, especially it was such a good round. Maybe it'll be on at like one in the morning, and I can stay up and watch it, and you'll be really happy come like 6 a.m. tomorrow when I do that. Well, I don't even think you can. You'd have to go online or something because I turned it on. I turned the replay on at six o'clock and he had already finished his round. It wasn't a replay, though. That was golf. Like if they're playing, it wasn't live. No, it wasn't live. (sighs) I hate hate it. I hate golf. Yeah, we missed all the good rounds. I mean, really, we missed Spieth's round. If you didn't have the PGA Live thing, you missed Poulter's round. All the yeah. euphoria I was feeling kind of just went out the window with that because you're right. Um, <laughs> but I have three feelings. Like I'm when I saw this, I was like, "Hell yes, my guy Poults getting it done." Oh, by the way, Andy Gorman was super impressed by my Ian Poulter staff bags. I'm like, I know I'm kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> Not a big deal, golf- but I'm kind of a big deal. When I say huge golf guy, I mean I saw him on eBay and bought them it had nothing to do with my golf my golf connection so to speak right but so when i saw it man i was pumped but then i went through a series of three different emotions the next one was i was already devastated because i'm like history will repeat itself he's going to let me and i and again remember i have like an emotional attachment to this course so seeing my guy have a win there and they give you a jacket. Like any course, any tournament that gives you a jacket is immediately cooler. It's, it's And as it's, much yeah. as I'm like over the whole Mr. Palmer thing, I love that for the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Yeah. They've started giving out yeah. the Palmer cardigan. The yep. Mr. Palmer. Did you know he likes tea and lemonade mixed together? Like, no. God, wow. Mr. Palmer. Did you know he flew planes? Yes, I know. Thank you. Anyway. Motion two being, I've been down this path too many times. I know he's going to blow it. So I'm already like super upset about it. And it hasn't even happened yet. And it's like, if he's your guy, you should have confidence in him. Like, well, I know, but I just, I've, my heart's been broken so many times, you know, minus the Houston open to get into the masters where I believe was at, was on Easter. It was an Easter get together. And I refused to let anybody watch anything else. And then when he won, I went crazy and I was so mad at myself for being that sports guy. Cause I hate that sports guy. Um, unless you're Chris McEwen at the bars, watching the bulls or the Blackhawks win. I'm like, all right, you're my friend. I'll let it slide. <laughs> <clears throat> but then the, like the third emotion that swept over me was raging anxiety. Like my stomach going in the knots. <laughs> You know, because of like point two, I'm like, well, what's going to happen here? Oh, my God. What's he going to do? How's this going to go? Um, it's not. And then, you know, I have to go through, hey, sports guy, it's not life or death here. Uh, it's entertainment. And I've seen that house of his in his car collection. He'll be just fine. Right. But I also think it's ironic amongst all of this. I want to I want to point out to you. Two days ago. We brought up the Instagram live where he recorded himself and his caddy getting coronavirus tested, right? Yeah. Then we talked about on the last show, we were way ahead of the game because after we talked about it and posted the show, 
USA Today and other medias were talking about it. And right. Resharing right. his tweet. And it went viral. Yep. And now today, that beautiful son of a bitch <laughs> is leading Harbor Town after shooting seven under bogey free. We're, I mean, we're just buzzing over here. I, I wouldn't we're be surprised buzzing. if we start getting phone calls to come on to other shows, quite honestly. Hopefully Adam Unfiltered's listening, at least just to give us the thrill of that being reality. <laughs> He's already did yeah. that once and he learned his lesson. I'm talking about people that don't know how idiotic we how, really are. How stupid and worthless <laughs> we are. Do you see he had an Instagram story? Uh, I, th- I don't know who it is. I saw, I forgot who it was put together like a press kit for him and it's like reaching an audience of eight to 10,000 with his podcast. I was like, man, good work. Adam unfiltered. Yeah. Still. Hey, are you number 40 in the, in the top 40 in the UK yet? (laughs) Maybe broken head barrier, mister. I'll tell you what, let me put you in touch with Andy Gorman. (laughs) I just want to go out and say that's four shows in a row. Now Andy Gorman has been brought up on this. That's right. Um, huge golf guys. So anyway, Ian Poulter at Harbor Town, very excited to see it. Um, I got my daughter's birthday on Saturday and celebrate social distance celebrations about that. And then we got Father's Day on Sunday. I think we're going fishing in the morning for Father's Day with really uh, my yeah. I think we're doing we're going like I'm talking like local park with a small pond in it fishing not like going out on a nice lake fishing for the big two pound base right, right. get it because that's how you spell it you can say right. base or bass that's a joke i, I, I know it's a i know it's a base it's very clever yeah it's actually not my joke either so it's my cousin-in-law eric's i'll just say is eric seven-year-old daughter's joke no oh, how okay. dare you she turns eight on saturday <laughs> asshole She's still seven right now. I guess if you don't round up. Um, Oh, hey, by the way, shout out to close friend of the program, Aaron Buxbaum, friend of mine and young Tommy O'Connell's, had his first child today. Oh, hey. Summer Page, Summer Page Buxbaum. Yeah. Came out today. And uh, I told him that's a great, beautiful name for his young daughter, except for the last name. And uh, congratulations to him. I said, welcome to the Bad Dad Jokes Club. I better <laughs> get to work. Um, yeah, going fishing, though. Pretty. Uh, and the, that two-pound base thing is a big joke with, uh, you may recall when we went to Sub-70 headquarters to work on a video that we have to go back for in the winter to make more <laughs> footage. Um I made a reference to my cousin living, my cousin-in-law living in Sycamore. It is that cousin-in-law who, which, who, which I'm going to say that came up with, uh, he, with that joke. He says to me, we're at my wife's other cousin's house who lives on Tamarack golf course in Naperville, Illinois. Know it well. And Naper-tucky, he's like, as the Chicagoans call it. Do they? Yeah. Wait, hang on. Not Tamarack. Is it Tamarack? Yeah. What's the one near what used to be Mill Creek with the Island Green for the first hole? Tana Farms. Oh. He lives on Tamarack. 
Okay. And he lives off he lives off of a hole near a lake. So they just like walk over and you can get there's a space you can get to where you're not in the way of any golfers and you won't get hit to fish. And so he's a big fisherman. <laughs> we're like we're not catching anything. And my daughter really likes fishing. So we we go out. She's bored at this like 30 some something's party of people just getting wasted. She so was like, Do you guys want to go fish? And she was like, Yeah. So we go out to the spot and we go fish and we're not catching anything. And he like, as we're walking back to the house and coming around the other side of the quote unquote lake, he's still fishing. And I'm like, dude, let's just go. You don't have to worry. It's like, like she's caught fish before. It's not like you need to give her a first fish experience. He's like, yeah, but she has she ever caught a two pound base? (laughs) There's something about the way he said it. It's like, I will not refer to a bass as a bass ever again. (laughs) That's a nice base you caught there. <laughs> we used to go. Did I tell you my Father's Day gift? Did I talk about that on the show? This like historically, because you've had more than one Father's Day or. No, no, the, the one, one coming up on Sunday. I. It's not Father's Day yet. You already know what it is. Yeah, because they wanted to make sure I was cool with it. Why? Why? Why is everything McEwen related so complicated? <laughs> It's because I'm a complicated I'm a complicated man. Really? Oh no shit. I know you are. <laughs> but I uh, kind of feel like isn't there an element of hey, I'm just happy my kids and I are having this interaction. I'm that's my thing. I go I don't even care about Father's Day. So it's like if you gave me right. a bunch of melted crayons and called it like a paperweight, I'd go yeah, that's fine. I love it. It's the best thing I've ever gotten. So wouldn't you've been cool regardless? Yes. Okay, that's but, the right um, answer, just so you know. Yeah, no, I mean, and even if they said, like, we didn't get you anything, I'd be like, that's fine. Let me buy you dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from, from, right. From Father's Day. Like, I don't care. Um, but uh, Right, hey, so, by the way, as much shit as I give you, both right answers. I'm proud of you for getting this one right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So the first the first gift was already a decided gift, but they, they told me about it anyway, so... Um, they're going to buy me like a, basically it's, I can't remember the, the program like gogolf.com or something, but, um, it's program, program, not program. You know that it's basically, um, they're buying, they're going to buy me a round of golf. Right. But it's not like for a specific course. It's like a big list of courses, um, which is cool. Like I appreciate that. But then they're like, but what we also thought we would do is actually go golf with you. And like, like <laughs> none of my kids play golf. And right. of course I was like, absolutely. Like, let's do it. That'd be great. That'd be so much fun, you know? And like, oh yeah, we'll God. go and do it. And um, so the two girls and the boy will come out with me and we'll, we'll probably, I said, look, I'm not going to hold you to 18 holes, you know, play nine. And if you want to bail, no, no you bail. Nope. Yeah. 18, no, no, because here's, no, no. No, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> no, no. Here's absolutely what's going to happen. You guys are going to all go off as a group. And behind you will be none other than Willem Bush, <laughs> J-Riv, and potentially young Thomas and John just enjoying this every minute of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would book a tea time for Sunday if you want that to happen because we're. I think we're going to do it Sunday. But I'm hitting up well, our, our friendly neighborhood, work our, our friendly neighborhood golf uh, professional. Oh. And I think, I think we're going to try to jump on his course, like on twilight. So we're, so hopefully we won't be in too many people's way and, uh, and do it that way. 
Yeah. We're getting, we're doing, oh, shit. <laughs> we're doing, because I'm like, Twilight actually isn't impossible, but I think we're leaving for our destination Sunday night to take full advantage of the time off. Yeah. And we're having, we're hosting. No, we're not hosting. We are going to a dinner for Father's Day. Yes. So you're out. Can you ask but anyways, them? I think it's a great gift they, and I'm very excited gift. about it. Can you ask them if we can ever do this again, even if they hate it? Say, hey, sure. as your dad, I would just really love it, but don't tell them it's because I want to do it <laughs> and I just want to <laughs> well, watch it happen. I can tell you what the 21 year old will be doing the entire time. You know, tell her to grow up. It's she won't be anymore. playing a lot of golf. She'll just be sitting and driving the cart and drinking. Well, and probably sneaking pe- my 19 year old daughter drinks as well. I would, I would be busting her chops about that the whole time. You know me, oddly enough, I'm not an under drink, underage drinking proponent. Well, but, yeah, but you can, you also can't pretend that it doesn't happen. Sure, I can. I can also yell at you <laughs> from the tea box that it's happening. I'll do it. Right. Right. And I'll be like, I'm calling the police. And then that'll be a weird, like social justice conversation that I didn't want to have. And I'm like, sorry, I was just trying to be funny. All right. Well, we're going to figure this out and we're all going to come watch this happen sometime. I love the sounds of this. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Do me a favor, by the way, because you're a huge golf media guy. Just enjoy your time with your kids. Don't make it a content thing, okay? Oh, no, I'm not. No. Capture, Come on. Cap- do you think you need oh. to tell me that? Yeah, I do. Really? Think, uh, yes. You act I like I always it. have a camera in my hand. How many rounds have we played together where I brought a camera with? Is that what I said? Is that? It's not what I said. You, you have said, Instagram. You, you have Twitter. So, so what? So I can't post a picture of me and my children together on Father's Day on a golf course? No. Excuse me. You can't. Well, and in fact, then I would, I would, if I were you, I would not follow me that day. Oh no, that's even more reason to follow you. <laughs> and, you and somehow, but I'm not going to do an episode of it. If I see more, that's what I consider more, content. If I see, well, you know, don't police, don't police my social media accounts. Okay? I, will, I don't, don't police my social media accounts, Mister. I will police anything related to you <laughs> that I damn well please, sir. If I see one more, more than one and a half posts, <laughs> I'm going to say, get you. Sh- you're like young Thomas. Get off your phone and enjoy your company. You son of a bitch. What if my kids do the the content, but tag me in it and I repost it? I will check the timestamp. If it is after the fact, I approve. If it's during, I'm going to say. You're better than this. I'm just going to send you constant a- videos of all of them not playing golf well. Uh, I'm just, oh, and just flood kind of, your phone with stuff. That's kind of, well, first off, I know you won't because you're not a good back and forth text messenger as well, exemplified true. tonight. And that's I'll be true. like, <laughs> that's true. I'll be like, wow, I guess you're mad at us. And you'll be like, no, I'm just an old man. And I don't, I didn't grow up on cell phones like you idiots. And I'll be like, <laughs> That's fair, but I'm still going to be, I'm still going to take this overly personal. And so, and now I got J-Riv, I, I, FYI, I got J-Riv on board with this now. So you're a dead man walking as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> try, just try not texting us back. Just try it. <laughs> okay. I'll give it a shot. See what happens. You remember when we were talking about Harbortown and we moved on to this? Yeah, I do. 
We're the best. Oh, man. That means final round of Harbor Town is going to be why I have to be socially. Oh. I'm going to have to be socially distanced outside as Ian Poulter is walking up 18 at the at the damn lighthouse ready to put on a plaid jacket. Shit. Now I kind of hope he does sabotage it. <laughs> he he can get he can get back and form at Mirfield and win the memorial and I'll be like, "Oh, I like milkshakes. I'm Mr. Nicholas." There you go. Nope, just kidding. I want him to win Harbor Town so bad. <laughs> so, up on the same plaque that says course record will say course record Bill Bush will say 2020 Heritage whatever championship Ian Poulter. Right. Ian Poulter. All right. Speaking of J-Riv, I had half of the entire team of the collaborative That Range Life umbrella at my house today. Okay. Who who else did you have over? So today I said to young Thomas, if you guys want to get to know young Thomas, he was on last Friday's podcast. He would day 60 something. You, you can check the summaries and see his name. Yeah. He came. I said, Hey, do you, you still have to get the stuff I have for you. One thing to be reviewed. One thing he reviewed a long time ago. Don't ask me why I still had it. And, um, you're going to California this weekend. And I will have, you know, <laughs> him and his girlfriend. Oh, she came, she came with him and I met her for the first time in person. It was lovely. Uh, young Thomas. It bought a one way him and his girlfriend bought one way tickets out to California. Cause that's where he's from. His family's there. Okay. Like we, what do we have to come back for? We don't know when we're coming back. We could be out there for two months. And I'm personally, as a friend, I was kind of sad about that, but I'm also like, man, add a boy. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, knowing that, I was like, you have to come get this training aid you have to review, and you have to come get this other thing. Uh, we've been talking about doing it for like get, having you come get it for a couple weeks. Like, yeah, what if I came today after work? I'm like, yeah, that should be fine. Kids will be pumped, and yes, they were pumped. Um, so he came out before dinner. And then J-Riv had to get some clubs for me. So J-Riv, when uh, you were radio silent on us, I'm like, you know what? He was radio silent to you earlier in our group chat. He has not acknowledged the process or that I was ready to go yet. So that usually means to me we we have some time till I hear from ChrisMcEwen.com that he's ready to go for the podcast. <laughs> J Riv, no joke, lives five minutes from my house. So he's like, all right, cool. I'll come over now. Like, just be aware. I have to, when Chris texts me, I'll probably, I have to be like, all right, hey, when are you going to be ready? And that's told me 15 minutes. And I'll have to hop onto that, but we have time. So he came over, came in the, you know, in the, the still to be settled garage. And yeah, that thing's good God. I think it looks worse than it really is. Oh, honestly. Man. Well, it's because I have all the like wedge stuff set up on one side of the garage. And then it's it's really a bunch of big objects because we cleaned out the garage so much. It's just big objects pulled into the other side because we never park in that side of the garage. That was a commitment that was made on purpose. Tactical move. Right. Um, 
So it's like the dust just hasn't settled on like where things final resting place will be. That's why it looks so bad. So at least I have a garage. Okay. Oh, and you know what? <laughs> I have a garage. I have a gigantic garage. Yeah. The size I, of a, half of a city block. Mine's above board and I actually paid for it. So <laughs> that just makes you a sucker. No. What do they Who always pays say? For stuff? You should always own your own property. <laughs> so that's what I did. That's what I did. By the way, pretty good callback by me there. Hats off, right? Sure. Um, oh, come on. Can you ever <laughs> give me credit for anything for Christ's sake? The only thing I think you've ever given me credit for is like, you're like, yeah, your wedges have come around. Yeah. And you crushed that three wood. Other than that, you give me no credit. <laughs> anyway, here's the problem. Right as Josh and I were wrapping up our sodas and... um. You, it was like, okay, I got to go record the Lockdown Golf Podcast with Chris McEwen.com. Right. Because when you're hanging in the garage, you plug in the Christmas lights and you turn on the radio. It's just what you do, right? That's how you That's how you do garage beers. Okay. I, didn't know, I don't know that. It's been a while. You have a garage. Well, right. I, I would, hey, I would love to have you sometime. I would love to have you. Thanks, man. And uh, maybe you would even be nice during garage beers time. It's a lot of fun. Josh even said, he's like, I love it. I love coming over for garage hangout time. It's the best. I was like, Josh, <laughs> you're a good dude. You're a good nephew. Appreciate it. Um, I like a good garage like, hang. I had a house back in the day in, in the suburbs, and I had a ping pong table in there, and we would hang yeah, so out. You, you know what it's like. Yeah. Don't tell me about your garage as a disaster. I was like, did you have... A driving range mat with all your old Star Wars toys pulled out, poured out on it. No, I'm living. <laughs> Tell me, my you garage like, was was very organized and neat. Tell me, you wouldn't had love plenty to of come room for both the Wrangler and a ping pong table and a workbench. Tell me, you wouldn't love to come sit down, hit a few wet, or come in, hit a few wedges, then sit down and play with Darth Vader and his Tie Fighter. No, I, I mean, I would. would. I, of course, I would. Who would? You would go. Holy shit! You have Yoda and some Ewoks. <laughs> Can I get a eight hundred five logger from Firestone Walker and play with these? I'd be like, of course you can, my sweetheart. It'd be like the Seinfeld episode where you fall asleep and I just keep playing with all the toys. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Chris, Chris drugs me to sleep in the home, the like primary <laughs> home of the golf club graveyard. So he can play with my old nineties Kenner star Wars toys. <laughs> yeah, that's, I wouldn't, it'd be, that would be awesome. I would hope that you'd make content out of that. Um, anyway, as Jerry was here, I believe I texted you, hang on. Wonderwall just came on and we're having a yeah. very surreal moment and we're going to slow dance because when Wonderwall comes on, social distance rules are just, completely you know off the table at this point it 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 dissolved coronavirus from the air so we slow danced right. in you know held hands and it was it was just a great moment between the two of us and then after that i cleaned some sticker sh- schmutz off of the golf clubs he was taking so nice you would really, man, I hope next year for the uh, Arizona golf trip, I really hope we can get you there because you would, that's like basically the theme song of the trip is Wonderwall. And then I go, I mean, you I, should hear the place sing that when I play it. They, everybody stops what they're doing and excuse me, 30 grown men sing excuse along me. to Wonderwall. 
on it you're saying on a guitar do you do like a set on an yeah. acoustic guitar you are a, such a loser i play for like three hours man you're the worst. Play like 40 songs but listen to me listen to me if you think i, I first off it's not gonna happen but whatever it finally does if you think for a goddamn second if i'm there and you're gonna play wonderwall <laughs> You're out of your mind. I'm just going to tell you right Okay, now. well, then you shouldn't go because no one else wants, no one wants you to play it. You probably play it way better than I do, but no one wants you to play it, man. They want me no, to play it. No, they will. They'll be like, you're the guy? You're the guy? No. Okay, they, you play they one. They won't. I guarantee you they won't. I guarantee you. know how it. I know they will? Oh, right, then fine. I'm not going to go. I'm not going <laughs> to go. Like, if they're this closed-minded, I don't want to be around any of these people. They're they're not closed-minded. They're super loyal, and it's a it's my it's my little yeah, tiny but fan I'm base. your I'm your friend, and this is like, oh, this is a Chris McEwen guy. I feel like that should carry some weight, and if it doesn't, I'm not interested. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. And they're like, no, Chris, Chris gives this guy the seal of approval. You know what this is? I feel like this is your backhanded way of like, I don't trust your guitar playing ability. That's like, not I'm it sorry. at all. I'm just telling you, remember, you, I'm telling you what the atmosphere is on the trip. I played the same stage that the Rolling Stones have played on, uh, albeit 50 years before I did. Um, and I have a mortgage paint, like down payment. That doesn't make sense. I have a house down payment <laughs> covered in blankets underneath my staircase of guitar gear. So uh, I think I can handle it. Okay. I don't know if, um, Expensive equipment means anything. It does about it anything. Everything. It means everything. You're a golf guy. You know that's all it matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's all that matters. Um, Anyways, all right. So speaking of those guys, <laughs> yeah. Now that I don't think I like this idea, I have some ideas for your draft. Oh yeah, give them um, to me so I, I can you, dismiss them out of hand. You know, God, why do you ruin <laughs> you ruin everything on purpose? Everything. Like you have no uh, just for such a creator. You have no open mind. You have no sense. I feel like you have no sense of just like on a whim fun. You just don't. As long as it's planned fun, you're in. It's like, hang on, I can super <laughs> control it. But if it's on a whim, I am out. You're not that wrong. You're not that off on that. You're the you're the worst. Thank <laughs> thank God for our nephew Josh. Thank God. Like <laughs> the spontaneity. Right, give me your ever, give me your ideas of the draft. Does spontaneity ever feel good to you? Um, not really. I don't. I'm. I don't. Uh, I'm not built that way, man. I don't do spontaneity. But that's sort of the the more I feel like the less you're built for it, the better it is. Like, oh, my God, I really enjoyed something that was off the cuff and random. I'm not saying leave your life to fate, but if something like. Something from the status quo changes in a positive way, God forbid. I don't tell you, I'm not just not that guy. I don't do well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I'm not a spontaneous human. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. You don't need to be a spontaneous human to enjoy spontaneity. Well, I didn't say that. You need somebody I, else to be a spontaneous. No, you, yeah, one hundred percent. My my wife's pretty spontaneous, and you know, she once took me on a trip that I didn't know where it was going. That was fun. 
No spontaneous. And let go a little bit if you trust somebody. All right? Hey, can you Venmo me my money back? I don't want to play golf with you tomorrow. <laughs> nope. Sorry. No refunds. You know Fine. Fine. I hope you enjoy that tea time all by yourself. I will because uh, it's only us. It's only the two of us. Yeah. Go play by yourself. And I just checked just today. There's of, no other hangarounds. And think of how much you're going to pay for this come Sunday show. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. I'm sorry. Release on Monday slash Thursday for the video. Right. Anyway. So what are the ideas? Give me your ideas. I have ideas for your draft because I watched because I want to see what the video looked like and see what, you know, what we were really, how it really went. I watched the Andy Gorman YouTube video that went up. You can find it at, at Chris McEwen on the YouTube or go to driverangeheroes.com and see my Thursday post. Uh, we talked about how your draft for your Arizona trip was a debacle. And I yeah. thought like, you're shocking. You're overcomplicating a simple thing. <laughs> Who would have thought? So there's that. But I, I have a couple ideas. You One of the comments you made was that you don't have B-roll for in-between picks. Right. So I think right. you and I could make like skits, ridiculous videos, whether they're golf content or not. I think we you would need to like educate me on some inside bits and jokes about people and then maybe those can like indirectly or passively come out in said in said skits you could do that and they play in between i think that could be pretty funny it could be funny could be a lot of work but it could be funny i'm again to my point of mr control everything you will turn (laughs) like you uh, uh, to your draft in a nutshell and what you're uh, you already are overcomplicating making it too much work I figured this wouldn't matter because it's still in the same vein of this is an easy thing we could do. I've made it 10 times more difficult. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like it's that much of a difference for as uns is dissatisfied. I almost said unsatisfied. And I hate how that sounds as dissatisfied as you were with the draft this year. I feel like that is a reasonable option for the I said, level. I of- said, I agreed. I said we could do it. I just no, said it could be a lot of work. You, you were like, nah, it could be a lot of work. We could we could do it. Uh, that's how you said it. I heard it. <laughs> I'm going to check the tape. Because you know what? We released this, so I will check the tape. Anyway. Then, well, I know this one's out the window because God forbid there's spontaneity. and Oh, they're loyal. Oh, hi, Scotty and Mark. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> And I feel bad. Scotty's like, uh, I feel like he's even a fan of me after all this podcast show and the support he's shown. But now because of you, he's being grouped into this. So I apologize to him, but I'm sorry. You're guilty by association now. I thought there, like you could have me host the thing. from like a, what the hell is this perspective? That could I would be obviously, good. I would need to be educated again on inside information and jokes to kind of like roast people. Yeah. Well, we could do that. We could totally do that. I'd be up for that. Like co-hosting it almost. See, there you go again. There you do. There you go. But what do you mean? I'm the commissioner of the thing, man. You're the commissioner. Exactly. You don't see, um, 
You didn't okay, see so you, in the... you would throw it to me back and forth like, oh, commissioner's yes. at the podium. Okay, yes. fine. Like, <laughs> you didn't see David Stern hosting the NBA draft on TV. He'd walk up and go, oh, the next pick, the Chicago Bulls select Michael Jordan, right? Right. <clears throat> so I think that that, that could be because you and I, unfortunately, now after this is how I feel after this show, unfortunately, have a chemistry. I think we could pull that off. I think so, too. But anyway, and that adds into the like, I love that that option. There's a certain element of everybody like, who the hell is this guy? Two people on that draft. Assuming both your brothers play in this. I don't even know if they do. They do. Both your brothers play is two people. Up three. If you count J Riv. Yeah. We'll know. Have any idea who the hell I am. Right. I like that. So all I, your ideas involve you. Well, because I'm trying like to all help your you. all your quote improvements are like I need oh, to be involved no, no, in no, this. No, 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 no! I didn't say it was an improvement. <laughs> I did not oh. say it was an improvement. I'm offering alternative ideas as a trying to help you, and these are ways I feel like I could help you since you were so not happy with the other draft. If it's things not involving me, sure, I can workshop some ideas, but I can't contribute much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm trying, like, here's what kills me in your spontaneity uh, shittiness. I'm trying to help you, my genuine friend, <laughs> and better things for you. And you're like, ah, my loyal fan base. Oh, God. I'm like just, they I, I, you, can, you can shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling you. I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt about that, but I'm just telling you. It's not them. It's you. You're the No, you're the it, that's not true. <laughs> No, because I bet you if you're like, guys, this guy's a massive Oasis fan and I love him. So this is my gift to you guys. I think they would embrace it. But you're like, no, they're going to throw the bottles and cans at the chicken wire like in Blues Brothers. I'm like, I mean, they would embrace it. They would they would be like, "Okay," but they wouldn't. It's not the same. Like, come on, man. You wouldn't. Okay, you wouldn't. You want to play the song. Play the song. You wouldn't wingman. You can play the song. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I just told you I would. I just told you I would. I would. You could play the song and they would, they would be okay with it, but then it wouldn't, they would still say like, I like when Chris does it. I just know those guys, man. You can sing it. I don't care. You can sing it, but I would think, I would hope at least you would be willing to appreciate it. Oh, don't all things appreciated me. Are there any other songs that I can, that I'm allowed to sing or just that? Yeah. You can sing, you can sing and play all the sublime songs. I do play one sublime song. Yeah. Fucking sorry. Fucking idiot. People like it, man. I, I, I'm a man of the people of nothing else. Oh yeah. That's you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always say about Chris McEwen.com. You're an enigma because you're, you are a, great guy a sweet boy and the you know what this is it i just figured us out this is both of us in a nutshell you are a great guy a sweet boy but you're also the worst that's a, <laughs> that is as individuals that is us that's Pretty us much. that's why we work and i think yeah. that's almost that's almost kind of that. that's almost kind of depressing I wish I didn't come to this conclusion. I wish <laughs> you're I, no different than me. You just came to the conclusion that we're basically the same guy. I wish these jokes did not happen at this point. 
like we're think about this Wonderwall argument. This is not going to happen. <laughs> right. Like I will not make that Arizona trip for a minimum of 10 years, if not longer. But yeah, we're we're going to fight about it tooth and nail like right. <laughs> for the next 10 years. Life or death for tomorrow, you know. <laughs> and you're not even going this year at this point. So I know. But if this joke didn't happen, we wouldn't have come to these painful, depressing realizations and possibly jeopardized friendships. I'm out around a golf tomorrow over this <laughs> and $70 or whatever. The good uh, news is, though, while you're out there clenching your butt cheeks, I can poop in my own bathroom. That's true. That Take is that. true. You're lucky. <laughs> you're smarter than I am. Not going to lie. This place is a little bit of a haul for me. And we haven't even talked about this yet. Place is a little bit of a haul for me. A little nervous about the early wake up time and how fast I got to get out of the house and what that means for me once I get there. <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> Be like, Chris, I got a problem, bro. <laughs> and like, are we going to be on the back nine when you start to get further into the woods a little bit? I need to get there fast. <laughs> uh, just as you run to the woods, be like, Ian Poulter. <laughs> Good callback. Good callback. Uh, so speaking of that, as this podcast comes out or you, you know, you get it updated on your iPhones or whatever device you choose to listen on Chris McEwen.com and myself. It's a little up in the air at this point, but should be out on a golf course together. It's true. Should be. Should a good one too. One that I've been wanting to play. So I'm happy about that. You have played it before. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Sorry for the silence. I was having a real hard time swallowing my drink there. I don't know what's wrong. I think I'm too fired up. Chris's shitty attitude again. <laughs> um, yeah, Donald Ross course, Ravislow Country Club. I'm sorry, Ravislow Golf Club. I think that's right. I think it's yep. golf club. I believe so. Um, I it's funny going down a rabbit hole about Flossmore Country Club recently. And by recently, I mean yesterday, just reading the history of the South side of the South side clubs. And it's like, I already know all of this, but yeah, it really is just fascinating the history and all of it. And there's so many, you know, there's like the main ones down there, Olympia, Calumet, Flossmoor, Ravislow, Idlewild. And I feel like I'm forgetting one, but there were like a good three, four, five of them that just don't exist anymore. I know they were in yeah. that same group. And so here we're talking like, geez, how many private clubs do you need? And it was totally, it's totally oversaturated as is, especially when you consider Olympia at one point had four golf courses on it. Now it's down to two. Wow. Um, <laughs> I want to say they had Olympia even had property for more than four. If they, but that's like, it. that's where everybody went, man. That's where everybody went down there. Not everyone, really. Everyone on vacation. That's where everyone's vacations home were from the city. Oh, the South. I thought you meant Olympia yeah. specifically. Oh, no, no. Right. Just like, <clears throat> yeah, that area in general. Right, right, right. For sure. And um, 
Well, it's like as you think that, then you start thinking the timeline of like all the other clubs from the North Shore, the Northwest, the Straight West, and you're like, how did this survive even then? You know, we're they're all dying now because there's just way too much of it. And one of the points I read was like, yeah, the weekend country club dad who is, you know, off work and spending his weekends at the club playing golf is now coaching little league and yeah. going to dance recitals and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's basically what it is. Dad, dads are more involved in their children's lives and their family mm-hmm. lives. And it isn't just about like my life's tough. I'm dad. I carry this family. I'm going to go disappear for the weekend at the country right. club. Yep. Yep. So, and even like wish country clubs have, have um, that, right? They have to you, like, go ahead. I was going to say, now that you mentioned Flossmore, I should have, I might've been able to get us on there tomorrow. If I, I didn't think about that one now. Damn it. I didn't know we were going to play together either, but. Well, you did know two days ago, so that's fine. But no, was that today? Did we just come to that conclusion today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. Losing my mind. Did I, I still haven't thought about it. So whatever. Yeah. Well, all right. So here's what I would like you to figure out about Flossmore. So that conversation or that research, if you will, led to they were supposed to be open to the public this year. And then they were supposed to open rounds for the public in March. Then I don't Who's know. This? Flossmore. Okay. This yeah. little thing called coronavirus hit. Mm hmm. Now, they did go through with, like, the naming change. It's Flossmore Golf Club now. The logo is actually pretty good, but it's, like, I. this happened in jo- – oh, we should go play that course sometime. Joliet Golf Club. Oh, I'd play Joliet. it, yeah. You've played it? No, I would play it. Yeah. Because oh, old- it, might, it might close, right? I mean, it's, like – No, I think they're in decent shape. Oh, okay. Like, they still have a little bit of a membership, um, which is half the battle keeping these places going. Like when I say a little bit, meaning it's worth keeping their pool open and like their men's lounge and private locker room. Whereas, you know, like, yeah, Calumet Country Club, it's like, yeah, put water in the pool and chlorine. Right. We can't afford right. that. Right. Um, but Flossmore, you go to their page now. Yeah, they changed the name and the web address, but like, there is nothing indicating you can book a public round there. So it's like, as of now, Interesting. it's still there. So I wonder with coronavirus. Yeah. And they just said, well, let's take this year. We're already so locked down as it is. Let's just keep it that way. So if you can yeah. figure out the story there, I mean, I'll show you the Tribune article that says they're supposed to open it to public rounds. Actually, I think I already have. So, yeah. I mean, I'm one degree away from the owners. So, I mean, I could ask my guy. He would ask know. You, the he's new one, owners? Yeah. One of the four guys that bought into it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he was the owner. I thought he was just like involved in management of it. Well, no. Yeah. My guy's like running the course. He's, he's running the course, but um, he's, he's really good friends with the four guys that <clears throat> bought the course. All right. So he's not owner, bought the club. Right? Let's yeah. slow your roll a little bit. Hey, you I know, said what, it was though? one degree away, one degree away. That means one That's a person. Lot of, well, but you could have been the one degree. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't thinking like, so to me, you're two degrees away. Okay. Fine. That two guy's degrees one away. degree away. So you can see simple math confusion. You can see where I would have thought. <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. See what he says. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, hey, 
you know how people are these days. Blow a text into them now. See if we can get out there. I'm like, oh, wait, that's a non-refundable round we have tomorrow. We're yeah. stuck. Already paid in full. Which, that's fine. It's a it's a Don Ross with a David Esler restore in the early 2000s. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. God, I love Ravislow. Me too. I really genuinely do, really do love that golf course. Maybe we'll get I a love, cocktail. I love the greens. Maybe we get a cocktail there. We might be able to do that. Might have to. Might yeah. have to. Just like a nice transfusion or something. What is a transfusion? That's like the third time today I've seen someone reference that. You've told me this, but I don't remember what it is. Vodka, ginger, either beer or ale, depending on your preference or availability. I think the recipe the recipe technically calls for ginger beer. Okay. And grape juice oh okay so it's like a mule but with grape juice instead of lime uh yeah i guess so okay. i never thought of it that way but it is yeah. delightful it sounds pretty good and if it's done well it's almost like it's less purpley more kind of reddish because hmm. it is very it is not very but faint on right. the grape juice it but right I've, just for I've the bought, sugar. I've bought the stuff to make them at home and never as good as they are made at a golf course. Is that a golf? Is that unique to golf courses, the transfusion? It's a, I don't know if it's necessarily unique. Like if you walked into like a trendy bar and you have a killer bartender, he's like, oh yeah, I know that from the golf courses. They might know it, but like if you walk into like autos down the street from me, like, can I get a transfusion? They'd be like, what? I mean, I've been to country club. I, I should say I've been to like country clubs too, and I've ordered a transfusion. Like, I don't know what that is. So I think it's like, hmm. it's. I mean, it's definitely a thing. Like people make transfusion. You know, like all the like cool kid. Oh, I'm a real golf guy. Brands make like transfusion <laughs> accessories and apparel. Okay, but of course they do. <clears throat> more yeah, and exactly. Of course they do. Yeah, had like head covers and stuff. You know. So, but I've ran into plenty of places like, I don't know what a transfusion is. And you're like, oh, okay. Get yourself a good transfusion at Aaron Hills. Even though I say enough negative things about your experiences there, the transfusion is very good. Hmm. They also have a great drink. They also have a great drink called the Fescue Rescue. It's like Jameson, Jameson, I want to say it's Jameson Ginger Ale. And I want to say, like, is it just maybe like a hint of lemon, like lemonade? I can't remember, Ooh. but it's a signature drink there. And oh, my God, it's so good. It's so good. That's one like I used to make here a lot. I'd always go out and get the stuff for it just to be like, well, nice summer day. I'm going to drink like three fescue rescues and then regret <laughs> doing that. Right. All right. You know, I, I had a few things, a few other things to talk about, but I'm starting to realize the show is getting up there in length. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I just say one thing? Cause as you, as everyone listens today and this, this may, I don't know where this will take this ending of the show, but tomorrow is Juneteenth. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's being recognized more and more now. Um, I can play golf because the company, my company has, deemed it now a holiday moving forward, which is great. 
But um, we watched tonight uh, 846, the Dave Chappelle thing on YouTube, on YouTube. And I would just say it should be absolute mandatory viewing for every American in this country. Yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, like I would for lack of a better term, interesting feedback on it where they're like, it's good. It's entertaining. It's uncomfortable. Uh, I wasn't sure what to think. And it's like it's sort of a weird context in which to watch Dave Chappelle. That's I, I think know. that's kind of I think that's kind of the point. Like it is. Right. I think the uncomfortableness is the reason why I think everyone should watch it, because I think he. Um, but I guess that's what I'm saying. Like every like I the uncomfortableness is. A, and I had a conversation about this. It's like that's the thing to embrace right now. It's like, yeah, there are yeah. a lot of things that make you uncomfortable, but people have been so afraid of being uncomfortable. That's the problem. Yeah. But it's like in true Dave Chappelle fashion, you're like, it, it, there are moments of humor, but it's like, it's almost like I shouldn't be laughing at things right now watching this. Right. Right. I got to watch that. I still got to, but it's really good. And it's 20 minutes or something. It's not like it's a big homework assignment or anything. It's 20 minutes. Not, it's not 13th, which is super heavy, which we're going to watch that tomorrow. Um, but, uh, but it's, I think it's just really, it's a, it's a significant piece of work that he has put out there. And I, I was very moved by it. Um, I it was very just kind of emotionally and thoughtfully um, impactful. And so I just think, you know, if you don't do anything else, you know, I'm going to do a couple other things tomorrow to kind of, you know, participate, but, uh, but at least do that if you can. I think it's, I think it's really it's really good. It's really important. It's very on golf guy of you. I know. And I hope that context comes across the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to watch it. It's on my list. Um, but like just get everyone get out of their comfort zone for 20 minutes. That's all I'm asking you tomorrow. Get out of your comfort zone for 20 minutes. Watch something that you may totally disagree with. But at least give you just for a second, give yourself the opportunity to listen to someone else's chance. perspective. Wait, I would say give yourself a chance to maybe open your mind a little bit and think about things from a different angle than you have for the last six generations in your family. That's all, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not telling you I have yeah. everything right in my life, but I feel like that's one thing I pride myself and my wife on is the things we were raised on. We're pretty good about not necessarily questioning in a negative way, but being like, do we have the right perspective on things? Is there a different way to view the world? And, you know, that constant search for doing the right thing, for lack of a better, I guess, like the search for the golden rule, right? Yeah. Like you can simplify all this by being like, do unto others as you wish done unto you. And it's such a simple concept that gets so out of hand, it goes down some pretty gross paths. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's a, that is a, I'm not sure what you meant, what this does to the end of the show. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And I think that's a, that is a good sentiment to share. Um, it is not, a, I will, uh, I'm not trying to make light of anything and not be serious, but it was so funny because we got this big memo from the forwarded from our company that the building was closed tomorrow. 
because we you know <laughs> we're like know. you're allowed to go in kind of a deal right but it's not like we're staffing the office yeah they're like the building is closed for juneteenth but these entrances are still open and like essential building workers are will still be there and you can call this number for whatever reason. Um, so I okay. basically what they're saying is like the building is saying it's acknowledging this as a holiday and closing it in recognition, but you can still get in and go to your office space. And we're not telling you who can and can't come into the building. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> right. So then it gets forwarded to us. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like, does this mean we're off as it is tomorrow? Because if so, I want my like my PTO back. Right. Sure. Is that not what it means? It, does it just mean like we don't have access to the building? And then they put a note in like, this is not treated as a hol like as an official holiday or something. So like normal HVAC and lighting will still be because, you know, the our building. Right. Like, prides itself on being a green building which is laughable right um they're like but full hvac and lighting services will be in place so i'm like did you just send out like a passive email to say hey we're acknowledging this day and being on the quote right side of history and making it look like we're doing something but we're not because <laughs> that's what it sure, right. sure felt like and i'm like oh my right God. right I, whether it's my own company or the building, someone, I feel like someone really missed the note on it and how they communicated it. <laughs> oh, by the way, a whole different bag setup coming for you tomorrow. Hey, all right. All jokes oh, aside. Okay. So I am a little annoyed with you, but I am going to play golf <laughs> with you tomorrow. All right. Good. I'm sorry that you're annoyed with me and I'm glad that you're still going to come and spend time with me. I feel like you need to accept a little bit like we have entered a brotherhood and you need to pull your weight. But that's <laughs> like I'm like, hey, fair enough. I, I may make me uncomfortable and it may not be something to agree with. But Chris, my brother, I'll take a bullet for him. Hey, just take a bullet for me. I think you need to work your way. At least take a punch for me. You I, think I, you would. Just, I would. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I think you just have to get like so hey, my I'll, other brother. Wait, Mark, wait, 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 wait. Stop. What? All jokes aside. I think in real life you would just so you know. Oh, okay. Good. Because there's, it takes some, uh, some like people have to become accustomed to the way that I show my, that I care. You also know, damn, I well, got a little like Abed in me, you know, damn well, if I got out to that trip, I would endear the shit out of that crowd. And they'd be like, okay, yeah, you play Wonderwall, Noel Gallagher. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I got it. You know, damn well, that would happen. I would probably play it. We'd, we'd play twice. You'd play it and I'd play it. We'd, we're or there for I'd three just, nights. Or we'd go, where did the second guitar come from? Right. <laughs> right. And I'll be like, Chris, while we're at it, do you want to play Champagne Supernova and don't look back in anger? You sure? <laughs> All right. Do you want to play Wonderwall it would just become again? A, it would become a Pearl Jam Oasis set. <laughs> if, and then you're going, how do you know this deep track Oasis song? And they're like, oh, I don't like them. They're not good. I'm like, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> Turns out you were buying all the imports in the mid nineties, just like Bill over here was. Anyway, back to the, what I say, I am, I got a, 
I got a wild bag setup coming coming tomorrow that has me a little nervous. At the same time, I don't really care about my golf game. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Cool. All right. All right. Are we, are we done with the show yet? I think we're done with the show now. You want to talk about one more thing before we wrap it up? What? I don't know. I was just asking if you wanted to. Oh, we've, no. made it, we've made it this far. Maybe we can turn it into the biggest marathon yet. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I think we've covered it. I think, I think it was, we got it was a, good, a fun show. It was a good Friday show that I apologize. Yeah. I apologize, but I don't like what else are you going to do on Friday? You know what I'm saying? Maybe right. you don't listen. It, well, you already made it this far. You're hearing this. I'll say I'll save this for the intro because those that don't know, record the intro after because we don't know what we're going to talk about most of the time. It's <laughs> true. All right, Chris. Yeah, man. I'll see you at the butt crack of dawn tomorrow. Sure. We're already regretting committing to this, but you know, anything for the name of our great game that we love so much. Thank you, Mr. Palmer, Mr. Nicholas, for the opportunities you've afforded us in the golf world today. All right, Chris. I'll talk to you later. Cool, man. Bye, everyone.